This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one. Today's show is sponsored by Honey. Let Honey automatically find the best coupon codes for all your online purchases by going to joinhoney.com slash badchristian. You are now entering the Bad Christian Podcast. Yo, everybody, lend us your ear, for he is risen, and we are bad Christians. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show, everybody. Thank Welcome you for tuning to the in. show, and Christian Parents, the nation's first transgender elected official, enters into American history tonight. What are you doing to prepare your children for this new world? Tweeted Andrew T. Walker. Parents, what are you going to do? About Super ha- I mean, so it's always, what is it? It's always either sex or children or what's the other one? Food or something? Joey, you started right off the, out the death. gate about children. A very, very, very close person to you dying, children yeah. and sex, and often children Oh, yeah, sex. yeah, death. Yeah, death is a serious things. one, too. Anyway, this one falls into, yeah, some some of that children stuff, and yeah, pretty much right on <laughs> right on brand for Joey. But here's what's funny about it. Nobody cares what we think. That's why this podcast works and is good. Like, who? no one thinks that 40-year-old, bald-headed, uh, morbidly obese pastor in the South, they don't care about your opinion on that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why it works. That's why it's so cool. Speaking of things that are, uh, you know why? Because we don't take ourselves seriously. Well, and that's course. what the world, that is what the world needs. And that's our secret heard, weapon I, is I, not being serious. I, right? <laughs> I have a, uh, I have a new podcast called song rescue with Devin Shelton from Emory. Both of us, the, the angel and the plumber voices, uh, we have, uh, a, a podcast called Song Rescue, and that is what we do. We try to I, – I, Matt, you and I were talking about this a little bit before. One of the things that um, hurts musicians is that they take themselves too seriously. Re- religion oh, takes totally. itself too seriously. Political people Everybody. take themselves too seriously. And so that's why you need a breath of fresh air. Like that's one of the best things about Song Rescue is we cut up, we make fun of the songs, and everybody likes it. Everybody that we've worked on their song, nobody's ever been mad when we call their song a turd or a piece of shit. Like they, they're that's like, funny because oh, well, I know. felt bad for them before. I've been like, yeah, oh, you don't man, have to though. Hurt. Because no, but that's why you're not you. You don't have to take it as seriously. Like your whole yeah. identity isn't wrapped up in this one piece of art you've done or yes. anything. Like you, you should be getting better and hearing real critique. And I mean, we do real critique as well. But uh, w- one thing too, I did want to promo this. Devin and I are writing custom songs. For you for Christmas presents, there's only 19 spots left. We only had 20 open. Uh, there might be less than that now, actually. Anyway, if you want us to write a song for you, go to songrescue.com forward slash Christmas and find out more about that. But that is what I think is really fun about this world. Like I was hanging out with Andy Othling from uh, Lowercase Noises, who I just love. He's just a cool dude. And I like hanging out with younger I people. I love how he's from that band that is him. That, that's him. Yeah, I know. He's, he's but, from uh, Lowercase Noises. He, uh, I love hanging out with like younger people because I always feel like I find out things and I, and I found out about like just frivolous, funny, nothing Twitter accounts and stuff like nihilist Arby's mm-hmm. and, it, and stuff like that, where it's like I didn't even know about it. And I was like, oh, like Matt and I have been talking about this for a while. You're seeing more and more where people are so exhausted from everything having to mean something that fuck, it's nice when something mm-hmm. you could just make fun of it and walk away, even if it's something yeah. harsh or abrasive. 
It's just a joke. And, and so that's why those, these things are working. I, I mean, it, it makes sense because right now everything matters all the way from Donald Trump to my finances and my marriage and my God and every, and what I do, what I think about somebody else's gender, like what I think about somebody else's gender matters. I, it's too much. I can't handle it. Like yeah, we live in a absolutely. time and age where everything supposedly matters so much to where it's so nice when you just don't care. You're like, okay. This doesn't matter. And that's why right. you see little things happening all the time where it's like, oh, a breath of fresh air. This doesn't mean anything. And I love it. Well, let's <laughs> seek out a couple of biases here. Let's go on the side of how many people have you met and been in situations where you, you were like, you know what that person really needs to do? They need to take themselves and their calls and their ideas more seriously. How many times <laughs> you ever had that opinion of somebody versus the opposite, which is that fucking dude needs to lighten up. It's not. This is too serious. Right. I mean, that's the clearly the one you encounter more is the one where people are too serious. You very rarely encounter people that actually have ideas that are engaged that you wish. I mean, the only more seriously is and our be more president uptight. of the United States. Well, that's true. I'm that's not saying. I'm just saying in general. I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm not making any specific claim. But I do agree that the younger people. I that is a hope that I have. Uh, is that the younger people. And millennials, and I guess I'm really excited to see what the generations are behind millennial. But Andy from Lowercase Noise is a great example. Andy Nichols, that plays bass for Emory when Devin's not around, is the yep. same way. Uh, and even yes. Dave Powell's almost on that generation. But I would go so far. I'll tell you what. I'm going to come out as trans today on the podcast. Okay. I'm transgenerational. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm a millennial. I like it. I know I'm 38 like years it. old, but I'm telling you, I am a millennial. Okay? I'm transgenerational. I'm yeah. out. I am a millennial. I know my age I, isn't that, but I am that. I can tell you, I love the way they think. I'm super into it. I should have been born in that generation. Matt, <laughs> no, you're wrong. You're not. That's why Matt was no, so no, backwards. No, no, what you are, Matt, was what, out of place. <laughs> what you are and what I am is we're the cool grandma that actually has an Instagram account. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> that's what I am. I'm the grandpa that's like, yeah. I have a Facebook page that I post on. <laughs> you can't tell me I'm not the generation that I identify as, and it is millennial. That's true. That's so. true. You might identify that way, but I, do I, does that mean I have to accept it? Yes. But, oh, God. I guess you, that's true. I mean, Wait, well, you that's, can be a bigot if you that, like, yeah. but I don't care. I'll still be your friend if you're a bigot, but I'm just telling you. I never understood the whole idea of why do you want somebody that doesn't uh, acknowledge you are right to care like you want to make them think that like if, if there's somebody in wherever they live in america or the world that doesn't want to acknowledge what you feel about your gender why do you want them to i guess they would say i understand people say well because it holds me back in my rights and stuff like that but let's fight for rights for everybody that's what that, that you know what i mean like don't i don't i engaging on social media about i'm I'm this and you're that, that just, I mean, this is why all this stuff ends up not mattering. That's why we have a goofball president and the two <laughs> candidates that ran were jokes. That's well, we're overdoing it like, on yeah. some, some stuff. I mean, that's, I just don't know what else to say is we're overdoing it on some stuff, but this tweet that Joey brought up is, is interesting to talk about. Hey, so, so let's let, try, try to keep it light me, and we'll talk about me, it. Well, uh, let me challenge, let me challenge Mr. Morell over here. By, hey, by the way, this guy never heard of him. The, I saw this tweet from Rachel Held Evans retweet, but this guy's in Franklin, Nashville, and he's got a Colgate smile. So, Toby, nice. you should maybe invite him on over and get him yeah, on the podcast. It'd be interesting to discuss this very quote. Read it again. Here, here's read, my it, question. read it again. Okay. Christian parents, the nation's first transgender elected official, enters into American history tonight. 
Now, what are you doing to prepare your children for this Wait, new world? A new world starts tonight? Like yesterday, it's old, new tomorrow, new? It's a whole, a whole new, new world, world. It's a whole new world. So here's my question for Toby. All right. Toby, let's say we live in a world, and these are we absolutes. Do. We do live but, in a world. Okay. A new world. And so that's an absolute. We live Score. in a world Check. God created. We live in a world that God created. Check. In which anything in which, outside check. of heterosexual monogamous uh-huh. sexuality, uh-huh. that's the only thing that's acceptable. You you blew everything it right there, else. Joey, because transgender doesn't even touch on that issue. Yep. You can be a transsexual monogamous heterosexual. I, I, I know that, but I think right? you get the point. I don't think There's he does. Still a I think in you, the no, I don't think so. Okay. Regardless, so with your premise is all wrong. I mean, your premise is all wrong. Okay, well then let me wrong. let me let me restate my premise then. And if you're Bless not your heart. Heteros, if you're not heterosexual or transgender, so basically that is the only like a heterosexual in a monogamous relationship. That's cisgender is the term you're looking for, right? That's the only lifestyle that's acceptable in God's eyes. And so Toby's Christian brother comes up to him. Um, let's say he's 10 years younger. So he looks up to Toby for wisdom and knowledge. Mm. Toby's his mentor. Or yeah. Some of you would call it a discipler, mentor. Mm. It's really the same thing. Basically, you're a learner and you're learning from people and you're teaching others. So basically, Toby, discipler I, actually isn't a word, by the way. That doesn't exist. I know. Yeah. I know. So if you have a disciplatronic relationship with somebody, surely you're a discipler. Yeah, no. <laughs> so Toby, I basically come up to you and I'm like, look, dude. Um, we all know that sin is harmful. We all know that uh, God tells us rules to protect us. I mean, not not to just throw a bunch of rules on there. This of is a long I'm up, what if. Uh, this is not, I didn't mean for you to try to get the premise right because now I'm oh, really God. lost. Of I course, don't even know. I, let the of first course one go. we need to be on alert with this stuff, man. Like, what are you talking about? This Andrew Walker guy is right mean. on the money. We need to be on this thing. We need to be talking to our kids because our Oh, wait, culture, you're throwing me off. You, you need to use your voice for Christian people. When you, Use the voice that you use when people saying this. Read the tweet. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Not your impression. I mean, our culture, I mean, our culture is just going to hell in a handbasket. I mean, <laughs> oh, now I get it. Now I sound yeah. yeah. That was like the tone. No, no okay. but seriously, they say sin is bad for you. We all know that. So why in the world would I not be upset with this? So do you understand I, the no, premise of the question? No. There's a question. No? <laughs> I, I didn't hear a question. I don't even know if you have a premise. I don't even know what okay, I'm so Toby, 100% Toby, lost. Toby, I am your Christian brother that comes up yes, to you. Yes, I'm your mentor. Says, you're looking for me for wisdom. Yes. And, and, and you're asking me, should I care about transgenderism? Yeah, basically, let's say we both agree that it's a sin. We both agree that you shouldn't be doing it. We both uh, agree that God gives us commandments to protect us from bad things. And I'm coming up to you saying, Toby, how can you dismiss this guy? He is right. This is major, and we do need to protect our kids from thinking that sin is okay, or else it's going to be destructive to them. Like, if you truly believe in sin and what it does, and you believe transgender is a sin, I'm not saying I do, well, but there's maybe a lot you, of- you sound like you do based on the last eight minutes, but yeah. go ahead and clarify if you like. But okay. Feel free to. I am like. just I because am you're being speaking. confusing, not because you had to yeah, apologize. Yeah. Just cleared up. You work. You work at a mega church. What's your stance as a pastor of a mega church for on transgenderism? <laughs> 
Uh, so that, I mean, we live in a world where gosh. you. <laughs> <laughs> that one shut down the whole thing. Good. Anyway, let's talk about. Uh, what do you think about Clemson season? <laughs> oh, Here's what we, we I'll live. Answer it. I'll All right, answer it. go ahead, answer it. My opinion on transgender as a pastor of a you know evangelical megachurch. Right. Yeah. So I would say somebody that, comes up from your congregation. Hey, I wrote this tweet. We got to do something right, Pastor Joey. And you say. I say, well, you know what? I can understand. I can understand why mm. that seems so abnormal because there's, a, you know, the majority of our population. We don't feel inclined to go the route that these beautiful creations of God are going. Um, and so I understand that you don't understand. I even understand that it freaks you out and I understand that you would be worried for your kids because it just doesn't seem normal. But that my friend is where we just need to take some steps back in humility and say, you know what, because I don't understand, there's no way that I can uh, judge you. And also I need to take kind of a, a humble approach to God's word and the Holy spirit because the Holy spirit's talking to you why would I come to you and try to convict you of this sin? So uh, you're asking me why this doesn't bother me, because I think there's enough wiggle room in the Bible not to be so uptight about this sort of stuff. Like people are wired up differently. People are, are all over the place with emotions and strengths and skills and abilities and genitals. Stuff like this, genitals and hormones and all that stuff. And I just think that why why would we be why would we be why would we be afraid of that? Like that's crazy. Why would we be afraid of that? These are people and I sometimes fellows like you, sir, you'll adapt this mentality of it's our job as Christians to protect other people from sin, forgetting that we have our own sin. Uh, and it's it's just not our job to do. Yeah, that's a lot of words. Yeah, still, still pretty confused. If you open your, if you open the uh, Bible in Exodus three four, <laughs> we read that shellfish of uh, if they've been in a mammal's mouth, uh, you cannot overcook them. Wow. Yep. And that's and that's transgenderism. Yeah. <laughs> Folks, I got a new really cool sponsor for you, one that you're going to like because the whole thing is designed to save you money because, you you know, we're all shopping, especially this time of year. And you know how we shop these days. We do it online. So when you're searching online for stuff, uh, do you always get the feeling like there's probably some promo code out there that would get you a good deal, but you just don't know it? They have the box there for it, so you know there's got to be a way to get a discount. Well, that's what Honey does. It finds the discount, the promo codes, and helps you all the way around with your online shopping. Have you ever purchased something and then two days later seen it 50% off? Wouldn't it be awesome to know, to get the price history and get notified? when an item item that you're following is price drop so you know you're getting the best deal. Like for us in our band and this podcast, our shopper, our price man is Toby. And he's been using the Honey app long before they were sponsored. He's already used it, says it's great, and I think it's great too now that I have it. And the thing about it is it just, it t- searches the whole internet for you and helps you get the best deal. It was started by a couple of guys who were frustrated by lack of price transparency when doing online shopping. So they decided to, you know, help us all out. Here's the best part. It's a free desktop browser extension. And it's available on Chrome, Firefox, and Safari. 
It'll save you time. It'll save you money. And when you're checking out online, basically the app searches the whole internet and applies the best discount code for that retailer and just literally two clicks to join. And uh, here's cool. It integrates and works well with Amazon. It tracks prices and shows you the trends over time. So it tells, you know, you can know when is a good time to purchase because we know prices fluctuate. And you can even add stuff to a drop list. And when the prices drop on that, Honey will alert you and then you can pull the trigger. So it also does the same thing. It calculates all the cost, tax, price, and shipping, and even your Amazon Prime discount. So it's a very powerful and useful tool. And like I said, it's free. So to get this amazing and free desktop app to start saving money, go to joinhoney.com slash badchristian. In two clicks, you'll have access to over a million working coupon codes. They do all the work for you. Again, that's joinhoney.com slash badchristian and try it out because it's free and easy. And who doesn't like a free way to save money? Here is my point. It doesn't matter what we think, and when we diminish it to this is just about transgender, then it makes the whole point seem, uh, it, it belittles everybody, and it makes it an issue rather than people. So the truth is, before you say anything about what you believe about transgender people, you have to at least listen and hear folks out and put, get, forget your fear for just a minute because they are, aren't they image bearers too of Christ, according to your pastor or your church or you? So can't we just listen and hear people and then make the the the, the, the <laughs> not issue according was, to the fourth right, tweet down on uh, this thread, which we'll get to in oh, a second. I'm <laughs> but sure. But, but my point, my point is answering your question earlier is it shouldn't matter what I think about a transgender person. What does matter is if I am impeding their rights or their pursuit of happiness and joy and freedom. If mm-hmm. I'm doing that, that is the problem. That's okay, the so, problem. So if I'm doing that, that is evil and sin in itself. Let right. Play now, I did, because I disagree with a ton of shit in this world. There's yeah. a ton of stuff that everybody does, and I don't want to just pick one or two and say those are the bad ones and we got to fight that. And that minority, yeah. I have to make sure that minority doesn't get what? They don't get to have equality or they don't get to marry somebody they love. or what? Come on, man. Yeah. I don't care what I believe. I want that person to have rights. So They so got to the- live as a human. Here's the purpose of, of, of my approach and this sort of things that I'm saying is I actually really do understand. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Is it majority Christian America who just thinks all of this stuff are perversions and sin and all that stuff? Like, I, I really understand where they're coming from. First of all, because I was there uh, maybe two years ago, maybe three. Uh, and, and second of all, it's just what we have always been taught. It's like the lenses in which we have right. read the Bible. We read stuff but about that, but this. But we can't keep using that as an excuse anymore. And yeah. how about this? But, uh, I, 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 I agree with that. So, but what would, what do we say to people like that who they believe You say that? this thing, do you believe that Mormons shouldn't be allowed to vote? And you would say, of course they should. But you you disagree with them as a Christian on several things in the world, but that because it's not sinful, about trans, yeah. yeah, that you might even think are sinful or dangerous or sending them to hell. But that one you can palate, that one you can swallow and understand because the transgender thing is real scary and they're going to get your kids. But you're not right. as scared as the Mormons getting your kids or whatever it is. So what I'm saying is, there's a ton of stuff you disagree with. You don't think Mormons should be outlawed from voting, so why yeah. would, or, or, or outlawed from getting married? Right. I mean, what, what happens when Mormons marry and have a bunch of kids? Uh Oh, there's more Mormons. 
Danger, but, danger, danger. Wait a minute. Once you get there, you're like, okay. So now we're all, well, we can handle it. We can do this. So we will be able to handle transgender. We're not there yet, but we can't just make it, uh-oh, we're scared of transgender, and that's the real issue. It's not. The real issue is that's a human who we are trying to impede finding joy and success and a full life. And that is what I would tell anybody. If you, your choice is making somebody else's choice diminish, that's wrong. It just, it just is. And I don't care if I have to uh, expose my kids to it. That's okay. Cause that's my job as a dad to real issues in the world, expose them to it. I Not agree be, with that. Run and so, be afraid. So I think the challenge, I agree with everything you're saying. Amen. Um, I, th- Amen. I think, I think the challenge is though, that if there's someone that truly believes that this is a sin, which is harmful do you think that person has the capacity to not indoctrinate their kid when the kid says, hey, I, I saw my friend's uh, dad dressed like a girl. First of all, why did he do that? And second of all, is that even okay? Like if, if you're a Christian parent that truly thinks, no, that's actually harmful, how can you not tell your kid at that point? That's a, I mean, that's a better question. I think that's a reasonable question. I mean, I, you know, it's not, it's not, Wait, first of all, hold on. Maybe I don't understand the question. Joey's saying, is, let me see if I can say it then. Yeah, so okay. Joey's just saying, ignore all that n- hypothetical thing about your 10 year younger discipleship program. Just say you're <laughs> yeah. a parent and you happen to be one of the Christian parents that, upon careful study of the Bible, feels that transgenderism, which doesn't describe me or probably either right. one of you, but although I won't speak for you, feel like that is a harmful choice made by that person that God doesn't okay. want that for him. And that's all. That happens to be a private belief and conviction based on the Bible. And then right. your kid begins to ask you about their, somebody in your community who is now identifying as a different sex. What? How can you not how could you possibly interact with your child in an honest way that wouldn't be, you know, negative or seen as negative or possibly be negative or detrimental toward the rant that Toby was just on? Because we know cumulatively and systematically and culturally, if your parents just go, oh, they're bad, Gamecocks are bad, uh, Obama was bad, the, whatever you say <laughs> is bad at the parents' thing right. when you're your kids, that gr- turns into, well, racism and tribalism and these other things that right. are are destructive on the whole even though disliking Gamecocks is not destructive, it's right. But in general, you see that this this breeds brings up the what people would call the you know cultural or systemic uh, whatever. There are outcomes right. of the fact I of, mean, of of doing that. So Joey, no, we would have, but, the, but the premise you started with though, we, I think is the issue, not the person or what they're thinking or what they're trying to figure out in their life. What we started with is it's dangerous. And it's wrong. So immediately, the first thing that you start to tell your kid is, this person, we are right, and they're wrong. That's the first implications there. So that just can't be right. This can't be. There's a shitload of wrong in my life. I do not uh, struggle or uh, have to think through or try to figure out my life with as being a transgender. I don't know what that's like. I don't understand it at all. I, you did I, know I, what it was like I, in college. I, I, but I understand know. that those people are going through something that I believe is true and real to them. And so I, why would I want to uh, make my kids think they're less or bad or evil trying to figure that thing out? My, uh, I, our kids, especially Ruby, now that she's getting older, they are asking us some tough questions. Like they'll 
uh, the other day we were leaving the YMCA or whatever, and Ruby was talking about marriage, and she was like, boys marry girls, but sometimes girls marry girls, right? And I was like, yeah, they do. And that she is said, true. well, is, yeah. and she said, load and she, that up yes, at that point with yes, a bunch and, of, but then she asked stuff. me, she said, she said, is that good or bad or, or right or wrong or anything like that? And I was like, well, I said, Ruby, there are people out there that want th- that are the, the same, a, a woman and a woman, and they fall in love and they want to be together because they are in love and they want to be like your mother and I, they want to have that same opportunity. Now, I and so that's why they do it. And I left it there and let and I'm going to let her decide how she feels about that and what she thinks. Now, I will so say far. this. I, I I mean, why do I need to put like I, I grew up in a very mm-hmm. conservative backwoods church. Can I that answer that question? Said, that, that said homosexuality was wrong and also said that uh, we were segregated in a lot of the ways that weren't like overt, but definitely, you know, I never saw one black person enter my church all, all the way till I was you know, 18 years old or something like that. So, I mean, all these things were indoctrinated in me that aren't right either. Those things yeah, are but, wrong but that the you, church did. But you just said something me. along the lines of why, why would I feel the need to tell my kid, blah, 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 blah. And I don't, yeah, I do not need to tell her that two women that want to get married are dangerous. Okay. That's not, not where I need not, to start. Not, not dangerous, but if you truly believe that it is sinful and harmful, let's, let's, let's just change the scenario Hey, Dad, uh, Johnny actually took some money out of Mrs. Johnson's purse when she was in the restroom. Uh, like he stole it. Is that is that okay? Yeah, you, you wouldn't would say, say, well, I'll no. let you figure that on your own. Sometimes people right, steal. Right. Lots you of wouldn't do, do that. Lots right. of people you would 100%. teach them. 100%. You would teach them that stealing is wrong. So yeah, because stealing is wrong. Yeah, right. but, so but that's all what I'm saying. saying but you're comparing, there- you're comparing a crime against two people in love. No, that no. is not, you can't, yes, that's the, no, the first the thing you went to is the bad ground. thing. No, listen, the first thing you went to, and this is what Christians do is, well, I mean, I wouldn't let somebody commit a crime. I'd tell my daughter, hey, stealing is wrong, so I got to tell you that homosexuality is wrong. We're Except not talking for, crime, we're talking sin. I, I know. Okay, well, then what other sins then? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, how diligent are people with overeating? How diligent are people with skewing some stuff on their taxes? But that's, how diligent that's my are, point, uh, is you no, wouldn't no, have no. a problem with teaching your kid nope. that stealing's wrong. Yeah. You wouldn't. Right. No, but 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 Toby's making a distinction. No, no, no. There. But but, but the, the distinction is one actually hurts other people or a corporation or an entity. It actually hurts them. Yeah. And you're telling me now that I need to expose this thing as hurting my daughter, but it does not. It does not actually affect or hurt my daughter at all. But you it don't there think are, there are, are, are gay folks in the world. So so the Christians out there that believe a hundred percent that homosexuality is is a sin. Right. You don't think they believe that taking part in homosexual relationships is harmful for them and the people around them and the kids that they adopt. Yeah. I mean, and I I think they're wrong, but I don't know who these hypothetical people are. I'm telling you, Toby Morrell is talking to you about that. Like you're, you're speaking like, Oh, well, this is what all Christians believe. No, they don't. Look, right. there's still a big difference, it's, Joey. It's not that, yeah, there's still a big, real big difference in, in the one no, where all, you, all, I, all, I, all I'm trying to do is bridge some gap of understanding for people like us towards people that annoy the hell out of us. Yeah, but there, let me see if I can help for, connect it, though. I think that I understand what you're trying to do, but I, I would like to point out the distinction that Toby made that is good when you're— 
you're saying that if you tell somebody don't steal because it's bad, there's no victim there. And I have a very, very high confidence level that that is unethical, it's immoral, it's illegal, and it's sin. I have a very, right. very, very high confidence that that and is true. And before you go on, and that's the I'm not only, talking about on, any person. Me, uh, when I say yeah, that. I, I, I want to kind of save my ass here too because I <laughs> do not think of having a relationship with a person on equal footing as stealing. But a Christian's belief in sin, if they believe that both are sin, they do share that okay. common ground. So That's you can have saying. the beliefs you want, and now we had to talk about behavior and consequences of behavior. Beliefs yes. is separate. If you believe whatever you want and you tell your kid whatever you want, that's fine. But what Toby's saying is a mature point of view. Yeah. Now, no, I agree. regardless of I what you believe, kind of there's a maturity to the understanding and knowledge. What you're really trying to do— if you pay attention, is you're trying to scare the shit out of your kids so they don't do to prevent an undesirable behavior. That you're not really no. taking that. The motivation in that moment is almost never to simply instruct about well, you know whatever. It's yeah. It's like if you saw somebody wasted drunk on drugs in an alley with your kid, you would the first temptation you would have to do to them is whatever you can do to scare them out of ever putting a needle in their arm, and you would say whatever. I mean, that's the the very 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 simple. Uh, motivation of a parent there would be, I hope that my kid now understands the danger of this because you're already picturing them passed out in an alley with a needle in their arm. So now yeah. you're going to say whatever you can in the next four seconds while it's on yours and their brain to to preventively hope that that never happens. Now, we know that that ain't how you keep kids on or off drugs. That is not going to matter if your kid gets abused or raped or has some trauma and then also is genetically predisposed and then something bad happens to them. They might wind up in an alley and whatever you told them in that moment won't be the <laughs> the evils of drugs that you preached to them when they were six and saw a homeless guy in the alley will not come into play. Similarly, yeah. it will with when you're talking about some issue like an identity or sexual identity or gender or something like that. It you will have the same tendency if you're a person who's fearful, scared, all these things of people like that, which I do think is a negative and bad way to be. Your instinct will be to scare your kids out of it and just try to plant a seed so that they'll know to dislike that. Now, this one, however, comes at a real systemic and societal cost, and so it. First of all, I don't think it's going to matter. Whatever Toby says in that moment is probably not going to dictate Ruby's sexuality in the future. So on right. one level, not necessary. And on another level, it for sure is going to reinforce societal norms that continually have been and will continue to marginalize those people and their identities in the future. And this is all apart from sin or what your theology is. It's just, that's just a practical way of looking at it and a mature way to say, I do not want to contribute harm to these to this group, which is clearly marginalized and harmed by people with all sorts of beliefs, just because. And it's temporary bias and selfishness in the moment and fear that wind up marginalizing whole communities or races or sexualities. So it's uh, worth yeah. disentangling there and maybe treating it different than you would any other crime or sin. It might be worth yeah. it because they're people. And the problem with Christianity is why do we always start with sin? Like the whole point of the Bible and Jesus is with, is with freedom and with learning and with knowledge of uh, the battle's been won and God is good. And yet we talk in fear language that right. like, uh-oh, they're going to do this. They're there. They are. They're, we use this language that is just bizarre 
and strange, mm, like fearfully. Low, so level. like, even though God is strong and he can change your life and heal you and save you, we talk in fear language. And the thing that I want people to start with, especially Christians, if you want Christian Christians and Christianity to take, be taken more seriously and valid would be, you have to start with no matter what I believe I'm, I'm 100% for somebody going, uh, thinking the thought, uh, transgender is a sin. I'm okay with that right now. Here is immediately where that ends for me being okay with it. If that thought keeps that person from uh, experiencing their life the way they want to. Okay. There's tons that, that sounds harsh. Like, Oh, you're fine. If somebody believes something, yes, I'm totally okay. I'm okay with the, and acknowledge and accept that there are racists in the world. I'm okay that there are bad guys that steal your money in financial institutions. I'm okay with all these things that this is the real world and that saying something is sin and bad does not heal or fix anything. So where we have to start and make it an issue is in general, all people should have what we say in the Constitution, all stuff, a general right to live and pursue happiness and joy and all of these things that you want to do. What is the American dream that you can pull yourself up and be anything you want to be? And I believe that. So I would want to fight for that. I want to make that thing because that thing is freedom is an issue mm-hmm. that that covers everybody, all that stuff. If we start boiling everything down uh, or to just mm-hmm. sins and bad stuff, it That's just the previous, diminishes it. All the yeah, previous I generations made those mistakes. Rethought, yeah. I, I've actually rethought even how we present the gospel. Cause I, I know y'all have heard this too. It's just like, it's, well, there's no good news unless there's bad news first. Uh, you know, so basically the, the gospel starts with, you need a savior, you're sinful, you know, you need atonement yeah. for your sins and all that. And it's like, Mm-mm. what, what if the good news was that, Oh God just wants us. He just wants us. <laughs> Most people don't like, like that. Can't, because can't, it doesn't, and, and also, but, and another thing too, though, is that it's all hypocrisy and not real. That's what I'm saying. This whole transgender thing is just blown up. Like it's some huge dangerous issue. It's not, it's not yeah. because for example, uh, probably less than a decade ago, but I'll go back a decade or two decades ago. If I said, Hey, a cult leader is going to run for president and he's going to try and trick everybody and try and be president. Everybody go, Oh my God, it's the dangerous thing. The most worst thing in the whole world. Oh, wait, Mitt Romney's a cool dude. <laughs> when, I was a kid, when I was a kid, Mormonism was a cult. That's right. That's what every Christian told me. It was dangerous and yeah. bad well, until he ran for president against that old other person. Right. And okay, all these things he's are that a good way. guy. Yeah, all these he things should be way. our president. What about it, what, what about when the they height of hypocrisy? Right. What about when they legalize weed? Then we'll be in real trouble as a society. Right. Oh, what I about know. when gays get married? Oh, but then you watch you watch and see what happens. Oh, I know what happens. Nothing. Everything's fine. <laughs> of course not. What happens when they get of to use our not. bathrooms? Nothing. Not a I mean, damn what thing. happened when women started to be able to vote? Nothing. Nothing. You know, what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, it's just exactly. Crazy. So, so it's just it's nothing a bad, is that bad, dangerous. Yeah, it's right. not dangerous. That's just a tool used to try and make you vote or mm-hmm. pick sides or get yeah, quit votes being or such stupid sons of. And bitches. we're that way too. Like, no, we are that way, and that's the problem. That's what like I have to pull so much stuff out of my brain. <laughs> right. It's been indoctrinated in there, and that's why I don't want to do that to my kids. If if Jesus is real. Won't Jesus reveal himself then to them? Do I have to to beat it into them? Toby's way on the freedom kick today. Guys, I got a special treat for you. That's a song premiere, a world premiere song, a never played anywhere song by Solid State Recording Artist's newest signing. The band is called Phineas, and this track is called Burning Bright. So you guys are in for a treat. This band uh, has a new album that comes out, guess when? Midnight Tonight. Okay, I'll shut up for a second and let you listen to this track. 
So again, you're listening to Phineas. This track's called Burning Bright, and it's off their new album called Dark Flag. This band, they're on a nationwide tour right now with Fit for a King, In Hearts Wake, and Like Moths to Flames. And this is all through November and December. And a bunch of these shows are sold out, so do yourself a favor, get out there, go to a show, buy a ticket, check out this new band, because I know you like the way it sounds, because I like it, and I imagine you like it too. So the best way to do that is go to their Bands in Town page and check if they're coming near your city. So again, Dark Flag. This album comes out November 17th, which is tonight at midnight, uh, Friday, the way, any way you want to look at it. So just go over to Spotify or wherever you buy or stream music and check it out. Y'all, I actually I actually was sent a picture of me. Uh, someone was at my old high school and they saw Class of 95. They found me in the group picture. They sent it to me. And I looked at that picture and all these feelings started coming back. I saw like other people in the picture. I saw myself and my mind went back to just how dark those days were. And I was talking to Priscilla about it and she made a good point. She said, fundamentalism may have saved my life. Well, well, I thought fundamentalism is what made you crazy in the first place. So it did, but fundamentalism kept me from committing suicide. Like, how did it Because... Suicide was never on the table. It was never an option because there's no way <laughs> I was burning in hell forever. There's just no way I would never kill myself. Yeah. And so maybe it, it saved wow. my life. But um, there's dark. a guy that, that we all went to school with. Um, the three of us, we weren't close to him, but know some guys that were close to him uh, committed suicide uh, last week. Super sad news. Sorry, fellas uh, that are going through a hard time with that. And, Basically, uh, I was talking to uh, Ben Huntington, me and Toby's uh, old roommate, and he actually, we were talking about suicide, and he actually thinks that you can uh, lose your sanity, climb, you know, get on top of a building, then jump from the building, and then gain your sanity and be like, oh my gosh, this is thrilling, and... I wish I wouldn't have done this. This was a bad decision. And boom, mm-hmm. I'm dead. You're dark, man. For, he first of all, he skated over the part where he was saying he wishes he was dead, and then only religious fundamentalism has kept him alive. He just blasted right through <laughs> that. Now he's Got trying to get you to that. imagine this other scenario that's ultimately <laughs> dark. But yes, he's probably correct about maybe both of those things. Um, so yeah, it just so so the the question that I have because I I, I think that M- Matt, you actually. Uh, said that you said that's the a uh, long time ago. One of our earlier episodes, you said if you want to cure someone from being suicidal, just don't put out. words in my mouth. I'm scared whenever you do that. <laughs> whenever you just said, Matt, you one time you said I'm always Not nervous cure, about what try, say. try an experiment maybe. I tell you what, I did say yeah, this so, along those lines. First of all, that's I, that's for, that's definitely true. There's people that have d- jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge and then happened to live that said they decided they wanted to live on during the plummet. So that's already documented. Yeah. But it did. You are right. I will say this again. I think of it as more of a joke. I think it's kind of funny, but I think it's also true, which kind of makes it worth playing around with as an idea. I didn't claim to know how to cure suicide. But I did yeah, say so. <laughs> that I think if people are on suicide watch, therefore, based on that fact that you said, that Ben said, that the thing I saw in the documentary with the guy thought that, that is a thing about the link of the mental state being changed by 
the physical state, which would, if so, you look up Matt Carter and Wikipedia, it says solved suicide. Solved, yeah, solved. It, well, so. here's, here's the, here was the joke that I made was anybody that's on suicide, which suicide watch, if you're genuinely concerned for them, you should kidnap them, take them up in a plane, strap a parachute on them and kick them out of the plane. And it's their choice whether or not to pull the ripcord. And they will, they will decide <laughs> that plummet Huh. I think I do want to be here, and they will pull. And if they don't, that's their choice. But they, yeah, I believe you know that you won't have you won't have limited their choice there. I mean, it really is. But I brilliant. do think I, mean, I do think they would thing. you would have a very high percentage of people yeah. change their mind. So, so my question to you guys: you would have a is, percentage that didn't. Yeah, you're right. You would be a percentage that didn't. Anyway, I mean, that's it, a joke. That, and that's what I was going to say. Going it, back to Ben Huntington's yeah. statement too. Yeah, of course that happens, but also it doesn't happen. I mean, it's not just black and white. Like everybody that ever jumped off a bridge at halfway down was like, oh, no, I don't want to. A lot of them wanted to and were very glad they'd made the decision and felt fulfilled right. and mm-hmm. right in their decision. Yeah, that that is true. I don't think it's like a thing where you're, all of a sudden you realize, oh, I'm happy now. But I, I have said this. I think if you are in a really uh, dark, depressive state and you are contemplating suicide, I do believe no matter what, before you choose suicide, completely change every single thing about your life. Leave the country, go somewhere else, do something you've never done. <laughs> Try any p- other thing in the world because it potentially is your surroundings and what you've dug down deep into, your job, your career, your loneliness, whatever Toby, it might be. Those things Toby, might literally be adding to it, and you might could see the world in a diff- through newer eyes or fresher you, eyes. It might not work, but that, I'd at least try it before you would die. Yeah, but but the the fallacy of what you just said, uh, no to fallacy. me, to me reflects your limited understanding of mental illness. You just said if someone finds themselves in a place where they want to kill themselves, they should travel the world and do stuff that they've never. Right. If they found their themselves in a place of suicide. They're in a place of suicide. They're not going to think, sure. oh, huh, how can I climb out of this? They don't want to. Like, they want to kill themselves. No, but, but, but you're saying, like, it's some unique thing. If you find yourself in unbelievable debt, change everything and get out of debt. That's what you do. If you find yourself in a, other situations, it's not like it's the only way. Like, uh, that's what I'm saying. When you're in a deep, dark spot, everybody gets in deep, dark spots. And, and, and not maybe it's not as bad, but I, I really believe, like, when you are in a super dark spot, I have been in dark spots too. Now, yours might be stronger and you know about it. I will never know what it feels like, right? Same way as you will never know how dark I, my thoughts have been, where oh. I've late, late at night and cried my eyes out and felt certain things and, and all kinds of things. Like I can, I can express it to you, but you will never fully know. My point is, if you are thinking of suicide, nobody thinks of suicide as a good thing, even the person. They just want out. They want the pain to end. And all I'm saying is, um, what if you just try before you would take your own life, do something absurd, crazy, change one thing in your life just to see, like, because what I'm saying is that your life might be causing it. Like some of that, like you say, you might've killed yourself without fundamentalism. Maybe if there was never fundamentalism, you would never even have had yeah, that thought. Yeah, that's the weird. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, a real possibility. Weird. The fundamentalism could have been the thing that got you there, Joey. And what, and how about this? Now that you aren't as fundamental, you're having some breakthroughs. You yep. really are. Like if you were still fundamentalist, you would maybe kill yourself. Yeah. Like that that you know what I'm saying? So I mean, you changed unbelievable. 
and unbelievably so. So one of the most changes and 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 especially uh, pastors that I know, you've changed that much. I think it can work. I think changing yeah. your situation and what you think as solid and the only way has has to be that because that is your yeah. brain. That I, is your I know life. It, it's not a one size fits all for, oh, for sure. uh, like I know all suicides are are different, but I, I all I'm saying is I do think there are some suicides that are committed uh, because that person feels like there's no other alternative oh, because sure. their brain yes. is just yeah, so no sick. 100%. I agree. I but agree. that's an interesting concept Toby just said. It, it brings up yeah, the like notion that. that perhaps fundamentalism and legalism yeah. and morality and fear and control are a, a situation of the cure being worse than the disease in itself. Like what, yeah. you know what I mean? You're worried about your kids. Now you're going to dump a bunch of shame and scare and fear and whatever it is to your congregants or your kids. Okay. Right. Well, that's like a big damn dose of chemotherapy because there's something you're worried about that they might be able to figure out in life anyway, without all that yeah. stuff that you preemptively load onto them that they have to untangle the rest of their adult life. Yeah. Right. The same thing as that's or what we were talking. Kill themselves. I mean, that's really crazy right. to say, but yeah. If somebody when you're when you're a little boy and you really like the color pink and somebody associates that with sexuality, mm. then when you are 25 or 35, you go, oh no, I still like pink. Does that mean something about right. me? Wait a minute, what now, does that actually yeah. mean about? Me? Does it mean something? I don't know. It might mean maybe I'm. Am I gay? But uh, no, I don't think I'm gay. But well, maybe no, I am that's gay. Wrong. That's and is gay now bad if I am? Myself, I, yeah, now I'm a sinful person. Right. Oh no, I never wanted this. It's all. Oh, wait a minute. If nobody would ever have said that. You would have never thought about the color pink, and that little thing yeah. wouldn't have in, influenced mm -hmm. your entire thought process about who you are and your identity that's, and all that stuff. That super deep-seated disapproval of your panicked father trying to make sure you don't right. like the pink doll does something exactly. to you. Exactly, because all of us right now can yeah. sit here and say, it literally, it doesn't. It does not matter. That does not influence you. That Your toys, your job, all of those things, you mm -hmm. are the person central to all those things. And so you influence them. It shouldn't be the other way around, but that's the human condition that P we are all, picture in, that all, all trying to find our identity in the future. If you find, if we find else. out in the future, basically the situation where it's like, I mean, we know that the gay and trans community have those high suicide rates, right? So let's right. just say you have a little bit of an evolution in your future from what you believe now, which is no matter what, make sure your kids aren't that. Um, right. Let's say you have a little bit of an evolution in the future and you realize, Oh, those things aren't that bad, but the people that came out of fundamentalism and legalism and then struggled with what you now see as a, oh, acceptable identity, well, yeah. you know, now you look back at what you, how you, how we've treated that and then the suicide, you know what I mean? Like, that's pretty, that's pretty scary to say. Like, oh, because you're allowed to change your views later. How many people are like, I was so against gay, this and this and that, whatever, and then it's like, had a gay kid or somebody like, oh. Never mind. Right. Like that you can walk away from that view, but the damage you do to those people coming up as kids preemptively that may may would have figured it out, may wouldn't have, would have had this you know, that they don't get to walk away from. It's not it's not really fair. It's not right. It's not consensual I, or something. Something about that I, rubs me the wrong way. Because you can walk away it, you can yeah. update your views all you want. That doesn't cause you a lot of mental anguish. You know. So right, and the thing that really bothers me, others or oppress it. The thing that really bothers me the most too is that w it whittles things down to where once again that I have to care about that. Like for example, there are gay men in the world that I'm supposed to be thinking about their eternity, and I need to be thinking about their sin and all these things, and I never even get to. Damn, they're assholes. Fuck those guys. They are shitty people. Like that. This, this, <laughs> these people. Like, not, like not I, that. <laughs> let me clarify. 
I'm just talking about a single person that there's a, a hypothetical mm-hmm. uh, gay person out there that's just shitty and not cool and not fun. I don't, we don't even get to get to like, are they cool? Are is it, what does this person actually think? Are they are they great? Are they weird? Yeah. Are they good with their money? Mm-hmm. Are they bad with their money? Are they you know philanthropic? Where do they work? At? Like I don't get to know anything about a gay man. I have to start with his sex, Pure the, judgment, who he has yeah. sex with. Like that's where I have to start with 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 another human. I don't do. I mean, that is just bizarre. There's a tons of things about people that are good and bad. And I don't get to start anywhere else but that. Mm-hmm. Gosh, that just seems exhausting and just so wrong. Like, oh my gosh. I mean, there that, that's what I'm saying. There's tons of pastors, but I I start with them where oh they're pastors, so I have to show them respect. I have to think about they're doing the work of the Lord and sharing the gospel. No, there's tons of pastors that are assholes and stupid and should not be pastors. They aren't good. They aren't called by God. They shouldn't be doing what they're doing. But we have to start at a certain level because of a position of, of, of their career choice, whatever it might be. I just hate that. Like, do we really have to fill our brains with all, so much of other people's lifestyle choices, mm-hmm. career choices, whatever it might be? It's exhausting. Well, let's look at this tweet a second, the actual content of it. Oh, yeah, because you got more, it, right? I forgot. There's no, I'm just, you, you know, four, four. Joey brought it up, but I did pull it up. But it's interesting because, you know, the one for the First thing, I'll read it one more time, is Christian parents, the nation's first transgender elected official, enters into American History Night. What are you doing to prepare your children for this new world? And so I think this is a Christian guy who is trying to say, let's get this right, perhaps. Um, But the first, I guess that's, you know, lots of ways you could read that. The first uh, retweet that shows up, I don't know how Twitter organizes, Rachel Held Evans, she says, a Christian parent here, we're celebrating preparing our son to embrace difference, not fear and discriminate against it. Well, very good. I can imagine some people don't like that exactly, but pretty good. And then the now comes the response from the other side here. It's one thing, somebody else says, now it's one thing to train our children to embrace differences and uniqueness of the individual. It's another to entirely encourage, embrace, and accept that which is contrary to God's design, which Joey spoke a little bit to about before. So that starts to sound, makes you a little bit nervous there because you know, still not totally revealed. And then uh, right. Rachel's response to that was, well, it appears diversity in gender and sexuality is part of God's design, which it, you know, that's a pretty, right. pretty good statement because it does appear, it does at least appear that way. And this guy now kind of uh, reveals its cards where it gets real destructive. So that mentality usually has this under it. And this guy says this, he says, they exist merely, they so first of all, who is they? All of right. them, they exist merely as a product of sin, a result of the marring of the Imago Dei and original design. To accept Ooh, it. I like, oh, those big words. God. To accept awesome. it as God's intention, you have to contradict God's word, you know. Um, then it, you know, now we're off into way, obviously, different ditches. But that's even, you know, at best, that guy's got, uh, just has chosen poor words there. But the, the first three words is they exist merely. And then as a product of sin and the lump, you know, that obviously is a destructive mentality. Even if he mischose right. his words, he mischose them because this is how right. we all love to mischoose the words because we love to. I'm do sure he that. didn't make a correction, right? <laughs> no, no, correction. no, no, no. They just disagree more and more after that. But right. I mean, what what is the? But that's that's, what, that's one of those views is clearly has tons of damage. I mean, especially should you turn out to change your view later. Well, that you've already. I mean, this golly, how can how are you supposed to read that? I mean, yeah, that's like rough. Let, 
I mean, this guy, what is the point of this tweet? Like, think about, think. so he thinks that this whole other demographic is just infected. So if he believes that, would he stand up like in front of a classroom where there were some kids that were sick and the rest of them needed to be gone from the room? Would he like yell and make this huge speech of, these kids right here, the ones that are super infected, they are going to have to, you know, like talk about them like that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, well, it's just, uh, I'm not really sure what to make of it. But I mean, again, I, I'm this is the way I am. I like the freedom kind of stuff. I just think, okay, I mean, I don't have any of these impulses that anybody else has. Yeah. I, well, I, it's whatever, it is what it is. This is reality. Good gosh, I can't believe how much people want to deny reality here's a person this yeah. is what he's like this is his public office there's millions yeah. of them there's plenty this is the way I mean, this is the way it is like what yeah i just don't care I, mean, I just don't care about it at all i'll just it's just right. it's whatever it is i didn't i don't need to have a strong anything and even to my kids i don't need it just I, i'm fine with my kids having the facts that's fine whatever but, the facts I mean, are go ahead this, this guy is talking very flippantly negatively against a whole group of people and he's broadcast. I mean, if you just think about the, the irony of that and he is a Christian that's supposed to love, that is so unloving to put that out there like that. Yeah, obviously. Well, here, I mean, here's the thing that really bums me out is I don't give a shit. I don't even know this guy. I don't care what he thinks. I don't care if he cares what I think. That's that is but the who worst cares part who about the so, social even is, is what I go uh, as far uh, as the, I don't right. know who this elected official that, is good. Who cares? I don't care. Right, not worried about but, that. But, but but that's my point. That's what's the the dark side of the, the social media is that somehow we we we're talking about it. it we it made it to our eyes and our conversation. Like this guy is this is like he represents a huge amount of people, and I don't know if he does. Like I mean, that's what is interesting to me is you are we are living in a time now where church does not have the authority over your life like it like it ever did. Like yeah. the, I, even the idea of church discipline seems. Oh, a little off-putting now. Like, wait a minute. I go to, uh, I don't know about that. I don't know what you should do, how you should treat those people. Or that couple did this or whatever, because it's been so hypocritical that it's just crazy. You won't let a gay person come to your church, but you're fine with uh, uh, Bill and Susie having sex. You know, you, you sweep that one under the rug before before they got married. Or we don't talk about that. Or, or I'll, I'll do marriage counseling. You're not supposed to have sex with each other, but uh, okay. Do y'all love each other? You know, uh, you just avoid that, but don't let the gay person in your church or something like the hypocrisy is so crazy within the churches. That's why you're, you're seeing everybody start to leave because it is not offering truth. It's offering some kind of uh, outdated agenda that used to work for power and authoritarian rule. That's what it was. I mean, that I, I man, it might've been you. I forget who was talking about it. Um, it might have been. I was listening. I, I want to give a plug too to Matt's Break It Down uh, podcast. The um, Thank Professor you, Steve from uh, Clemson. Mm-hmm. Um, what Political was his last name? Guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just really appreciated that. I would highly recommend going and listen to Break It Down podcast and listen to that one specifically. All, all of them are good, but that one really got me because y'all, you, you both had a great conversation, and he made a point that we might be living in a time where. Everybody really does disagree about how you should live your life, yeah. and that you, we we aren't in agreement. Like there are people that really are. Like you, you, it seems like it's all just politicized and it's just kind of being pushed around. But we might be seeing a real time in the world where, yeah, n- there are going to be people that just don't want to help or support or give any rights to transgenders, and then there's going to be a whole other side that does, and they're going to be 
separated, potentially segregated. Like it's, we might be entering a time where America isn't at all united. Well, that's like, yeah, like really, I mean, that, that, that's a real thing that is happening now. That sounds really ominous and scary. I don't know if it is. I don't know if it is. Like I, I am a person that really believes the truth usually lies somewhere in the middle. And so I don't listen to either sides because I'd way rather just like, I don't really know any transgender people. So what in the fuck does it matter what Toby says? Like before I, anybody would ever take me seriously, shouldn't I at least have a friend or two? Well, Toby, or here's, here, here's some here's, good some good points. Or, or you're like not from, a pastor, Toby. Well, there's usually three or four in every flock. Target bathroom waiting on your kids. How could you have not run oh, into them? Oh, for sure. <laughs> Damn it, why did I think of that? <laughs> just waiting. They're yeah. just lurking How in back. How could you have not knowing? Know I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, but to, Toby, don't you think uh, like a pa- I don't I don't feel this way. But couldn't you understand why? No, I I can't understand it. it. Yeah, yeah, stop saying that shit. Who cares what this fake people you're talking about? (laughs) It does not matter. Those people are wrong and stupid. (laughs) On both sides. (laughs) Toby feels differently about you guys than I do. Sorry. Yeah, Toby's trying to get the back of the uh, story. Joey, you do that a lot. You go, go, (laughs) yeah, but what about these people? Yeah. This, this, like, I'm supposed to feel sorry for them, whatever, but nobody feels sorry for anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. This whole feel sorry for somebody and, and this whole thing. No, I mean, we can't stop using excuses. No, no, no. I'm not talking feeling sorry. I'm talking understanding. No, yeah. no, no, yeah, no Joey's no. trying to take an empathetic view there. I, no, I no, agree. No, but, but. But an empathetic view of what? That that what? That they had an upbringing that was really harsh? Or that they or what? That they they come from a place where uh you know homosexuality and transgender is only wrong and sinful, and so we gotta cut them some slack. No. You don't have to do that anymore. That, that, that time is past. You don't have to be hateful to them. That's not no, the you thing have, either. We're, but no, we're not being right. hateful. To, well, I'm not saying be hateful. And I mean, I probably am in a way. <laughs> I, I mean, it does make me a little bit angry that it's it, we're still this fucked up and slow that we have to stay here on shit like this. It's just uh, yeah, unbelievable. Like, I mean, there's so much more we can do. Like, I was making this. I I I, I wasted about 30 minutes going through uh, internet the the, the in, internet uh, images today, finding pictures inside of churches, and then I would find uh, housing developments in third world countries. And I just spent time doing that today. And I was like, uh, this is this a waste of time. how you center I was, yourself? I, I was putting all <laughs> these pictures together that you're, that Christianity in America, evangelicalism, says that what if you just look at their actions, which Jesus says this is important, Fruit, apparently, you'd call it. then our, their actions show that they need air conditioning and a nice building and, and staff and money <laughs> and money and money. And then I see parts of the world that don't have parts anything. And little little children just smiling and happy and don't have anything. Maybe don't even have food or, or potentially dying, uh, trash, it, it, all kinds of stuff. And I was just putting these pictures together. I was like, I cannot believe that this is the church and this is the church. And somehow uh, one is where Christ shows up on Sunday mornings. And the other one is th- they're just outreach. They're third world far, country. They're poor. They're as, bad. They're this thing. But we don't do anything about it. As far as this ongoing anger, though, like how how can how can so I, I believe Toby has been given some knowledge that nope. is right, that is progressive, and uh, I'm on the same page with you. How are you? So the implication of that is, I think other people need to know what you know and live in a way that you live when it comes to these sorts of things. How in the world? Do we communicate this to people that aren't where we are if we're so angry at them? 
I mean, it, it kind of seems like we're saying, ha, yeah. I learned this. I'm ahead well, of you well, and yeah. screw you guys. Y'all are just mm-hmm. dumb. And Obviously, Joey, though, I'm, I'm talking to you this way. I'm not going, no, I'm no. not going to the first Baptist church in downtown and, and going to talk to them this way. That is not, I'm talking to my two buddies here about it. I know. If you really want to make real change, then you have to take it mm-hmm. out of the conversation of sin and you have to talk about it in rights, opportunities, what people are and should be allowed to do with their life. And Mm -hmm. then you can have a real conversation. If by chance everybody found out that transgender did hurt other people, we might would have a new conversation. Obviously it doesn't. That's not what I'm saying. But, but now like we're, we are starting to have a real conversation about, wow, that's crazy. We do have assault weapons. And now you're hearing all this stuff. And, and like, so we're having maybe a real conversation about it. Maybe we're too far gone and that'll never change. I don't know. But at least Your posture maybe is we can important. start. Yeah. Right. Maybe we can have a real conversation and people could make some real change because it just, we're, we're at a point now where uh, I, can't, I couldn't believe it the other day. Like, I mean, it's literally is like I'm a person that is pro gun. I'm okay with it. I don't have guns. I, they scare me. I don't shoot them. I don't like them. I don't really enjoy guns at all. They just, I just don't have any care about guns. Whatsoever. You don't like them. You don't shoot them. You don't have any. Right. And that's what you don't mean by your pro gun. Right. Right. <laughs> the reason I'm pro gun is because I go, well, I'm okay. If somebody gets a concealed You're weapons liberty, permit and yeah. goes through all this stuff and do, yeah, pro Liberty, pro freedom. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Now, as soon as guns start, hurting people or killing people. Yeah. I got a problem with it. And I, I think we got to figure something out. I do. I, I don't understand it. I know there's arguments on both sides and I don't want to make this a gun debate podcast right now, but I'm just saying I'm okay with things being out there and wild and everybody goes, okay, well, we'll accept it. But if you can accept people dying every week, then you got to open up the other side, right? Like, I mean, murder and allowing murder and stuff has got to be a sin. Right, allowing uh, people to live in poverty and widows to not be taken care of, and for poor people to to not receive real education and learning and knowledge, and be held back because they don't have the same eco- socioeconomic status that I do. I mean, we gotta. That's the real stuff there. This stuff about like, I, I mean, it's the same thing. It's cussing. Like, you gotta be kidding me. We we cannot <laughs> boil down. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've talked about this forever, and that's what everybody thought when we started this. Well, they cuss, man. They're push, they drink beer and they cuss. Oh my god, no, that's not why we did it. We did it just to be ourselves. Does not anybody understand that everything's not boiled down to just this is bad and this is good? That's so stupid. That's the, that's <laughs> the same way somebody that says Donald Trump is only all bad. Like we had, uh, you know, Chris Schupon. I know he's definitely does not like what Trump has done and has hurt a bunch of stuff. Uh, it thinks that Trump has done a bad, bunch of bad stuff. But if you took away the name Donald Trump and probably did a list of the things he's done compared to some other presidents, if you didn't know their names, you might not know it that crazy. The, the, his big giveaways, he's really done with his Twitter and all that stuff. But I mean, it's not like Donald Trump has done something so horrific that it's all, he's just, he's really obnoxious. <laughs> he's really a goofball. Like that's the thing. Like when everybody talks about him, it's like, when everybody says Trump is dangerous and bad and done all this terrible stuff, they're mainly just saying he's just dumb. Right. It's not like, like I don't know what got like, a lot I don't of policy that's affected a lot or anything. Right. I don't I don't know all this. And so and people said the exact same stuff about Obama that he would ruin America and that now health this health care bill and Obamacare is just horrific and it's gonna ruin everybody. It's be terrible and it's awful. And just like you're saying, it didn't. It didn't ruin America. Whether it's good or bad or whatever, the truth lies in the middle. It just does. And so that's why we have to move out of talking about condemnation and sin and hate 
language or or authoritarian mm-hmm. uh, power language into the way Jesus came. That's why Jesus didn't come as the king. He came as not to uh, be served, but to be a servant. That does do we forget that whole fucking part? Seems like. Hey, it. do you do you think that uh, basically our our theology? Um, Can I, I, Joey, before you say that, <laughs> who aren't we supposed to serve? Christians, just tell me that. Just give me the list, and that way I'll know where you stand. You have to serve, yeah. but they say is loving and serving to, to serve. tell the truth to the people that are that. You know, that's the, the line. But so that means taking away their rights, the marital rights, uh, joy rights, mm-hmm. uh, pursuit of happiness. Mm-hmm. Take that. That's what that means, right? Yes. Okay. I know where you stand. Okay. If you can say <laughs> that, if you can take those things away from somebody, then be prepared that they should be taken away from you too. But the yeah. way you believe. Right. Yeah. It's a two-way Do street, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 who am I talking to? That's what I, was like. I don't even know who the hell I'm talking to right now. Who Do are y'all? these awful field Christians? Think- I don't think they really are. Uh, I don't think anybody really is that way. It, it, they just get lumped into it. and right. it's, You know what it's I mean? Like, I don't know. It's phenomenon most of the time. It's like a bunch of people that have a kind of bad attitude together unchecked, and it, then you got this vibe going that's harmful well exactly like on on break it down the uh the professor from clemson he said uh the the, the numbers really the uh, the data really shocked me he said something like seven or eight out of ten believe in gun reform mm-hmm. no matter what side you're yeah. on and i was like whoa that's great like we actually everybody thinks yeah maybe she got to do a little bit of something but because it, it feels so polarized and then yeah. if you give anything then you you lose that's right. everything that's right it, that everybody's scared to death so you you move a certain way based in fear not based in data or actual knowledge or understanding on yeah. both sides i'm not just making fun or, or mad at christians i'm mad at the Dumbass Democrats and the liberals just as much. It's all silly. Like it, it doesn't even mean it. Like I don't even know what a Democrat or a liberal even means anymore. It's all over the place. It is bizarre. I don't even know what's happening. You just there. pick whichever side you want to feel like the other people are bad people. I mean, then, then there you go. Right. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Hey, so. do y'all think that w- whatever we're talking about, as far as um, I have Christian, no idea what we're talking about, <laughs> as far as Christian and post-Christian, post-evangelical, or whatever. Do you think that these two categories, whatever whatever uh, you want to call them, is the new Catholicism and Protestantism as far as like a primary way of separating these two main groups? I mean, if, possible. if you think of, if you think about it, the the conservatives that are not changing at all right now. I mean, if they haven't changed at all right now, mm-hmm. they're never going to change. Right. So they're always going to be protecting their tor- territory. Mm-hmm. Now, will that group get smaller and smaller and the other yes. groups get bigger and bigger? That's yes, right. over time. But right now, I think there may be equal amounts, which is or not crazy. Even. The, per- the, the other church ones can still almost like have a church split. Well, no, like that's what, that's what, uh, uh, well, yeah, but that's what Chris Stroop was saying on that episode a while back was he was saying that it's a minority control situation. Like the, yeah. it is a minority of people who have that super whatever this that fundamentalist christian right-wing platform that is a minority that is not most people in america but they are they have controlled and are controlling right up to this moment but i mean seems like it's not going to be that way in the future but i'd like to say before when 
Toby was trying to get at you for being trying to be apologetic for these other people who aren't even here. We don't know who we're talking about. I love yeah, that yeah. topic. We've done it a little bit before. That one is so important to me, and I had an issue come up with it this week, and I may I want to brag about it. I want to brag about myself, which I don't like to do, but. I recognized the situation like that and was able to talk somebody out of it. And I just felt so good because I've heard this ish, type of issue come up and a thing. So it's un, it's kind of unrelated here, but I think you'll enjoy the topic. Um, it has to do with the Tooth and Nail podcast. So thank you for the break it down plug, Toby. But I also, Toby and I work on the Tooth and Nail podcast, which is really good. It's yep. called Labeled. And we're making an episode. I won't, I'll give a spoiler because I can't avoid it, but go listen to the episode. But the this is an episode about a, tour prank i'll leave out the whole middle and tell you that some the the most interesting detail about this involves a woman's menstrual cycle and a period and some gross stuff and this is the basically what i see is icing on the cake of a really good story now i thought that might be a little extreme or some people might not like that topic but it basically is what made the whole episode interesting to me or at least in real life the story being told that was a big part, or it's a part of it that made it interesting. And sure enough, when we sent in the edit, it came back, oh, well, let's take out that part. Yeah. And I said, okay, here's how this goes. I, I said, I said, there's probably no way I'm going to talk them into letting us leave it. I knew that probably the whole time. So I get to give a lot of credit to Tooth and Nail because, man, they have done some really cool stuff and been okay with a lot of language and boundary pushing. So I give them a lot of credit. But I didn't expect this to go through. But here was the logic that I used. I think this holds for all of these things that conservative people are always getting wrong about language and culture and all this stuff. I called the person in charge over there and said, listen, I really think we should leave this. And here's why. <sighs> That could, I bet you're okay with it, but you're just worried about other people not being okay with it, right? And they're like, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm fine with it. I thought it was funny. I liked it. It made sense to me. But, you know, I wouldn't want somebody else there to blah, 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 blah. And I said, well, hang on a second. I don't know if that person really exists. I mean, I, you're imagining it. You're trying to protect yourself. But what we have here is there is a situation in the world where, for instance, women's periods are an unmentionable taboo. Well, that's how it got to be a taboo in the first place because people were afraid of other people when you probably are okay to talk about it, but you just are being maybe polite at first and then other people avoid it and other people avoid it and now nobody talks about it. And now we have a thing in our culture where that can't be talked about and it seems to me like women wish it could be talked about more. And on this particular episode, we have the woman in question who's talking about it openly herself. And I said, I think it would be more immoral to not leave it in there given that yeah. scenario. It would be more immoral. And I didn't think that they would listen because it's like, well, better be safe than sorry, which I hate that mentality, of course. But <laughs> I understand where it comes from and why you'd have it. I said, listen, this lady has been forthcoming enough to talk about it. It's herself. It's her own body. I know the topic's weird. It also makes it entertaining. It's also fun. It's also funny. And she owned it. So I think it would be wrong to not give other people the opportunity to like it or not like it or be offended by it. I said, if it doesn't bother you, then that is where your responsibility should end. You're inventing a fictitious person who you think is going to panic when they hear the word. And even if so, right. this is ground we need to take back by making somebody saying the word shit or talk about their period it's okay. It can be okay, but it takes you being okay with it. And it's the more, in my view, it's the more moral thing to say the fuck word when it comes into your mind and to talk about periods when they come up. It's immoral or wrong hey, what is not the fuck to. Word? <laughs> What's the fuck word? Just whatever you want to have, whatever way you want to use it. <laughs> no, seriously. I want to know what the fuck word is. It's just whatever way you want to use the, just, the F word. 
You just go for you it, You just mean fuck? Why'd you have to say the fuck war? I, think, I thought it was funnier to say it that way. <laughs> but the point is, and then then Susan Nell was like, okay, I think you're right. And I just felt like a million bucks because I thought That's I was right, cool. but I'm not used to people listening to me. So right. good for them and good for everybody. Anyway, go listen to that episode. I think you'll like it. Yeah, plus Dude, I appreciate the, that. Plus the, I, the 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 lady that's in it, Nikki, yeah. tells the story. She right. tells the parts. So that's just so great. don't be like, over careful. You story. will screw stuff up if you yeah. over try to project on other people. When, it, that's not right. Yeah. That's a bad it, thing. In fact, like it was really cool listening through to it. Nikki is so relaxed about what she did and what maybe if, even if it was bad or she mm-hmm. was in a weird spot or like she's just really honest. You get to hear her real reaction. Yeah to a really a bad tour prank that went real bad or whatever for them. So for me without you. And so uh, I just, I love that too. I, yeah. That's really, I'm really proud of Tooth and Nail for allowing that to happen. Cause I do understand that we live in such a polarized, toxic, intense society that it is scary to say stuff. Like I feel that way sometimes right. about the stuff we say on this podcast. I'm, there have been times I, uh, where I go, oh, my ought to delete that. I just don't want it on there, or maybe should beep it or something. But the truth is, the reason I do this because maybe somebody else might think something about yeah. me. And then but you just make it easier for the next person. Like if you can't right. say it, then what do you expect the less articulate, right. less confident, less strong person to be able to do? If you can't say what you right. think, you've just ceded ground to people that yeah. are trying to squelch and inhibit other people's speech. If I can't say something I've done wrong or confess right. it or talk about it openly or as I take it, then I'm not, I mean, I'm giving up ground and I, of course, know other people aren't going to be near as comfortable in their community group or church. If I can't say my shit here, I have to do it. It's not because I'm right. Yeah. It has nothing to do with whether you're right. It's not like you need 100% confidence that you're right before you can go public. That's that's Toby's nonsense Toby's mannerisms too. are saying that we need to move on. I'm ready to uh, move on. To, I'm ready to move, move on, on from this Topic on this episode from doing this podcast <laughs> with you fucks. I'm ready to move on yep. with my life, as a matter of fact. I, well, I will say this for Christians, it I actually respect the fact if you just go if you actually say this is what I believe, at least you know what they actually believe. Dancing around it and not being clear, that that's way worse. So at least I can respect that. If even if we have a disagreement, if you're saying that I might think you're wrong or silly or whatever, at least I can respect that you would be have some conviction and say and it clearly. Do not be a, a, offended on somebody else's behalf. Please respect other people enough to let them be offended at, and you, not you step in to interventionally prevent them from having to decide whether something bothers them or not. Knock that shit off, everybody. Yeah, you heard him. Knock that shit <laughs> off. Tell him, Toby. At least that's what I think. Well, uh, we have a few more people that want to tell you to knock that shit off. Uh, Josh Hoskin wants to say, knock that shit off. Declan Van Destraat wants to say. Wait, we had a six-year-old on a soccer team join our Bad Christian Club? <laughs> Declan, what year were you born in, my friend? <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a unique spelling, though. It's D-E-K-L-A-N. Mm-hmm. Declan Van Destraat. Uh, t- uh, so Declan wants to say, you know. Knock that shit off. And the next uh, names are Jaden, Braden, and Caden, also from the soccer team. Tandy Adams, Grace Snyder. Grace Snyder, that is a character on Damn Little House on the Prairie. Holy shit, Grace Snyder. That is awesome. You ended up marrying Mr. Edwards. Uh, Nick Brandt, Juan Gulan, Robert Christopher Morley, Justin Coffee, Josh Morton, Wyatt 
Han. Thank you, guys. Um, if you haven't heard of the BC Club, you can go to thebcclub.com, read up on it. Uh, we, we love these guys. We're able to interact, them, uh, interact with them a little bit on Facebook. But kind of the cool thing that we get to do is we have a 30-minute a extra podcast where I feel personally a little more relaxed. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> more so relaxed than laying down with a microphone on his chin down. between his pecs, barely <laughs> sputtering out depressed statements. He's even more relaxed than that on the club podcast. Yeah, yeah. Right. So he, <laughs> right. basically all the bonus episodes, Joey's just asleep. <laughs> yeah, right. he, sleep, he talks in sleep, though. Sometimes it's funny. <laughs> so thebcclub.com. And if you didn't know, I also have a uh, podcast. Uh, called the past. Oh, you no. couldn't let me get a couple of plugs in for mine. You had to throw yours in there. Go ahead. Yeah, you just <laughs> had to do no, it. That was with no, that was a joke that, that tanked. <laughs>